2: Hey Jalenta. Hey Kristen. It has been a while since we talked with Gina, even though her episode came out just last week. Uh for real. We have no idea how she's been
0: doing or how Renaissance person is or if she quit her job or took 50 new jobs. It's been a while.
2: Yeah. Should we give her a call and see what she's up to?
0: Yes. And also, can we read some listener mail about Gina's episode too,
2: Kristen? Oh, absolutely. We'll get to all of that in this week's We Love You and so can you follow up episode.
0: After each main episode of We Love You and So Can You, we do a follow up with our most recent guest because. Uh, like you, we are dying to know how they're doing.
2: Yes. And last week, our episode focused on Gina, the founder of a program called Renaissance Person, where people can meet and mingle while learning new skills. Gina wanted to take steps towards scaling up Renaissance Person from a side hustle to something a little bit more.
0: hmm And when we last talked to her, she was feeling pretty confident. She had a system she put in place to keep her going. And she even hired someone to help her with Renaissance Person. So let's see what she's doing right now.
2: Yes. Lindsay, can you get her on the line? Gina! Hello! Hello! Hi! It's so good to talk to you. How are you? Yeah, wonderful. Great to follow up. Yay! Well, that's exactly what we're doing. You're right. It's been a while since we last talked. So tell us what you've been up to lately.
3: So, um still with my day job, haven't quit yet, even though um every day is looking more and more appealing, but um I have had five events since I spoke to you guys last. Hold and on. Uh, wait, yeah. hold on.
0: In a normal year, how many events have you had in the past?
3: I was doing 10 a year. So you did
0: in what? A, a few couple months? months what you like like so much
3: yes yeah so i switched the format up a little bit um because i was like there's no way that i can expand doing this like variety show format that i had been doing mm-hmm. um because it just there were so many cogs in the wheel and so many bodies that had to be there to make mm-hmm. it work so i started finding specialists in different fields so for example i used to work in a kitchen so i had a lobster roll class in my apartment this past weekend no nice. so Um, yeah, so it was cool. It was two hours, one skill. And in all honesty, that one didn't sell like I would have hoped, um, which I know that I had mentioned to you guys a million times that I kept worrying that ticket sales weren't going as well as they should be and Mm -hmm. stuff along those lines. And then I was sitting at this dinner in my apartment, which isn't very big Mm -hmm. and every seat was filled and, I was talking to people and we had a set designer from Broadway. We had a climate scientist from NASA, a street art photographer. We just had all of these super interesting people talking about their lives and cooking lobster rolls and the debate between mayo and butter and stuff like that. (laughs) Ah. And I was like, I was like, this is the community I want to be building. So even though the numbers weren't there and, you know, in turn, I guess the money isn't really there yet. I'm building the thing that I want mm-hmm. to see. So now I think that um, I think that I'm learning to appreciate the journey a little bit more than I was. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, Cuz like
0: on the way to being where you want to be, there are going to be a lot of little successes, like a small event full of exactly the kind of people you meant to have at your events. Like that totally. is a success. You're right. targeting the right people. Awesome.
2: Yes, absolutely. And to me, that's a success because it's meeting the goal that you wanted. And Mm -hmm. it's one of the many goals you wanted to meet. But on top of that, your mindset has completely changed.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. I've started a business plan for 2020. Um, So that way, I'm uh, I'm not looking at the current state of things and being like, nothing's getting done. Instead, I am putting everything in place. So that way, I can hit the ground running at the end of the year. So- I'm just expanding event offerings right now. And then I will ultimately um, try to grow into this next phase of the business um, in the new year.
2: That is such a great continuation of something you actually started when you were with us. Because one thing that I would say was just a brilliant hack is when things aren't going quite the way you want or when you're not feeling as productive as you want or when the world's not letting you be as productive as you want, just having other things you can still check off your list and do. And the fact Mm -hmm. that you're doing that for the future, because That's not just busy work. That's actually for- that's prep work. Yeah, that's saying that your business has a future. We know that in 2020, you're going to exist because you're making the moves to plan all of that right now. So that's a great way to fill that time when you're not accomplishing the 10 million things you wish were happening yesterday. Right, yeah. So just a few other things we wanna talk with you about. Are there other steps that you are continuing to do or that you've completely abandoned that you started with us?
3: I think step one was, you know, create a mission statement. And I was like, okay, this is what I want each event to look like. And the sentiment is still there. Mm -hmm. But again, I'm just one person. I just can't Mm -hmm. do everything all the time. But I think I need to create some sort of event checklist where I'm like, okay, does this ring true to the mission statement that I set? You know, um, am I falling short in any areas? Is this not fun and whimsical? Is this, you know, Will there be some sort of Instagrammable element there? Will, you know, I feel like I just need to do that for every single event. Mm -hmm. All the ideas are there, but for the actual execution, I feel like I keep missing some things.
2: Mm. Well, you said you're only one person, but can we just backtrack where we left you? You actually
3: hired somebody, right? I, yeah, I had um, hired someone on a consulting basis to work with me a couple of hours a week on um accountability, because apparently I'm very good as long as I have to answer to somebody. Uh, (laughs) So I speak that
2: language. Yeah.
3: The other thing I think about the having someone for accountability or bringing on any person um, to help with Renaissance person is that like Kelsey and specifically who is this accountability coach, she loves Renaissance person. Mm -hmm. So um, she sees things at events when she comes that I don't see because I'm looking at, you know, all these little minute things mm-hmm. and she's just having a great time. Right. So I feel like um I feel like actually something that I need to do is maybe reach out to the people that come regularly. There're about mm-hmm. 10 to 15 people that come to most events. Um and just ask them like what would you do differently? You know, like, I feel like Send I Send just...
0: a little survey, maybe. A little, like, yeah. what's been your fave, least fave. What would you like more what would you of?
3: add? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Right. Well, you're actually talking to two people right now who do love your events because we attended one of
1: them. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: <laughs> can we talk about that for a second? You can get some of our feedback because uh, we had a blast. It was a uh, French...
2: Cheese and cider. Cheese and cider. and Oh, and the French Revolution. We
0: ate some delicious cheese. We learned about it. We drank some delicious cider. We, we enjoyed, learned about it. We, we enjoyed colored. the coloring book.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You made coloring books for all of us. Yeah, and everybody yeah. sitting around us was so fun. We and
0: immediately started talking to strangers and hearing what they were about. And, like, it was such a cool crowd. It yeah, and was you didn't even
2: force us to sit by the cool people. We Mm-mm. just sat down wherever, and everyone happened to be cool. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No matter yes, where we right. look. Yeah, everyone was cool. It was really fun. This is a lot of people. By any yeah. standard. Yeah. And, like, um, and everybody looks very fabulous and sexy. And mm-hmm.
3: very prepared. Yeah, yes. you of people. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, she's around. Doing good. You have Instagram like signage. Oh, yeah. you. Nice. That event was great. I was really proud of that. And it yeah. was a packed house, which yeah. you know I love. Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was very packed. Yes. Yeah, it was wonderful. Um, the best part was that I really had the opportunity to add all these little elements that I felt made it really special. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's what I really want Renaissance Person to be about. Like, I want it to be fun and exciting and interesting and educational-ish. And I want people to feel like they're really are in on something special.
0: Um, And Gina, some of our listeners have written with a question for you, and they want to know if you have any plans to expand Renaissance Person
2: Outside of New York, yeah. And by the way, when Jolenta says some people, it's many, it's many, a many lot people. Of
3: people. <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually, uh, that is on the list that was Ooh. in the step two of things that I am interested in doing. I think what I'm going to do first is I'm from Long Island, um, and it's nearby, near enough to Mm -hmm. where I'm based now, that I think I'm going to try to launch it on Long Island first. um, So that way I can feel it out. But I would love to see this in Chicago, Philadelphia, San Francisco, LA. Like, I feel like there's a real market for this. You don't have to do
2: it now. Remember, right? Right. (laughs) you, you can take the steps toward it and do it in 2020, 2025. Roll it out at the pace that works for you. Because no matter what, you're taking steps every day. And that's what's making you successful.
0: We are so impressed. Yeah, sweet. And just Thank your you. whole attitude. Like you just sound more joyful and less stressed when you talk about it. Like it sounds more like a passion project again, like the tone of your voice.
3: Yeah, I think that the probably the main um, takeaway that I've gotten from this is that like one one thing going wrong is not a reason to blow up the entire thing, which is how I felt when I got when you guys got to me, I was in a place where like something uh, something like someone not returning my email would make me be like, why am I doing this? Right. And I think, like, energy begets energy and, like, excitement be- begets excitement. And I... Um, just putting the energy and the intention toward this I think has really opened up how I feel about letting things go, letting little things mm-hmm. go that aren't important to anybody outside of me. Right. You know? Um, and in a lot of cases, like... Nothing was wrong. It was just me worrying that, you know, this thing that I love and care about might fall apart.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh,
3: Well, we are just so,
2: so thrilled you're doing great, Gina. And, you know, in the meantime, congratulations. And keep
3: up the good work. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. And I thank you so much for this entire experience. It was, um, yeah, it was really excellent. What I really Mm. needed was to put this, whether it was warranted or not, the worry that I was having and all the stress that I was putting on myself, I really needed to put it out toward people that had no skin in the game
0: mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, because I you were completely unbiased towards this. You know, like all you did was look at my love for this project and help me sort through practical things, you know, like it wasn't like let's work through the emotional thing. It was like, well, here's this practical thing. Just do it, and then we'll figure it out after, you know, which is what I really needed to hear. I really needed someone to be like, step out of this moment, take a step back, look at what you've done, and then, you know, create actionable steps going forward. So just this experience was wonderful. And I just want to thank you both so much. Oh my oh,
2: gosh, It was so wonderful good. for thank
3: us, too. You. Like, thank you
0: for letting us in and for being vulnerable and putting yourself out there because... Is it was all you and your hard work and your passion that like you're getting back, and yeah. it was just it's just again asking people for help. Apparently, <laughs> super helpful. <laughs> well,
1: Who would
2: have thought? Ugh, crazy. Well, we love you and thank you so much again. It's just been such thank a you. joy. We can hardly wait to see what you do next. Yes,
3: wonderful. Thanks again. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye bye.
0: I have to say I'm really impressed with Gina and I feel like she's taken the attitude we left her with and it's only grown and I think gotten like more constructive and positive.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm just so blown away because, you know, that nervous energy she was talking about, the self-defeating one tiny thing goes wrong, it should all just go into the mm-hmm. toilet. I mean, that seems completely gone now. It's crazy. I'm like kind
0: of jealous because I I toy with these issues myself and I've never just like really turned it around so quickly and productively the way Gina seems to have been able to.
2: Wow. She is such a superstar and we are so appreciative to her and... Also, we're appreciative to all of the folks out there who've written in who Mm -hmm. want to be the next Gina. A lot of you have written in saying that you would like to be on the show as well. And Jolenta, let's remind people of how they can reach out to us if they have a predicament, if they want to have a two-week assignment from us to help them get through that predicament. How do they reach out?
0: You can write to us at weloveupod at gmail.com. And again, that is weloveupod at gmail.com.
2: Hit us up. We'll hit you back up. Yes. All right. We're going to take a quick break. But when we're back, we're going to hear from some of you out there, our lovely listeners, with your thoughts on the Gina episode and option paralysis.
1: Want
2: to make mom's day? And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Mc Crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
0: of a detour. You.
2: We are back and we have a lot of listener mail about the Gina episode of We Love You and So Can You. Let's get to it.
0: Emily says... I love the most recent episode. It resonated deeply with me. I took the leap and quit my full-time job in March in order to make my side hustle my full-time job. I get wood from arborists around Portland, Oregon. Holla at my hometown. (laughs) Uh, Hey, Portland, what's up? Um, uh, she says, I get wood from arborists around Portland, Oregon, and carve the pieces into kitchen utensils and jewelry. I love it, and it allows me to live the closest to zero waste I have ever lived. Also, I've been branching out, pun intended, love it, love and it. teaching carving workshops around the city to mostly women. It's so empowering, and I'm so glad I took the leap. Thank you for the work you do. It means a lot. I'm glad you took the leap too, Emily. Yeah. And you guys, you all, you peoples, Emily sent us some pictures of her work including some very beautiful spoons and we will be posting that on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us on both of those platforms at we love you
2: pod. Yeah, definitely check these out because they're very impressive. Emily, I'm blown away. The stuff you do with wood, it's it's just amazing. And it really is. It's your full-time job.
0: That's yeah. how you make a living, by doing exactly what you want to do and hanging out with cool people who want to learn how to do it. I would kill to have a crafting career where i just make my crafts and then tell other people how to make my crafts. Would you? I have to go. <laughs> Can you, you just let's just read the next <laughs> letter?
2: All right. Mish says, You asked if anyone had tips for option paralysis, and I do. Here they are. First, make a pros and cons list, but actually make one for real. (laughs) Seeing it in black and white can help sort out if you're leaning one way or the other. Second, recognize that the past is not a predictor, but it is an indicator. So if you've always made the most out of any situation, you'll probably make the most out of whatever you decide. So take the pain away and recognize no matter what choice you make, you'll be fine. Third, Marie Kondo it and try on each decision and then go with whatever brings you joy. By try on, I mean imagine yourself in those circumstances and see how you feel. Once you decide, break it down into tiny action-oriented steps and go for it with gusto. Good luck. Ooh, I love all that. Yes, Mish, Mish.
0: where have you been all my life? And are you, my therapist, just pranking us?
2: (laughs) (laughs) My favorite is that third suggestion. Try it on. Yeah, does it bring you joy? When you try it on, does it bring you joy? I love, I love that. that. Yeah, it's so it it's so obvious, and yet it's I, just
0: like a like you're picking an outfit for an event. Like, like, am I comfortable in this life choice? Can Does I eat it feel pizza right? in it? Let me try on this other life choice and see if that's more flattering. Yes,
2: know? yes, all of that. So, oh, Mish, love that. Thank you so much for writing in with those tips. So good.
0: Um, here's something from a listener named Heather who says. I just have to say how impressed I am by Gina. She wrote to dozens of potential partners in a single day. That would take me weeks. She hired an assistant. That would take me
2: months. Yes. Heather, giving her accolades. Thank
0: you. Yes. Remember, it's just good to remember things you struggle with or think you're failing at. Like, there's a whole spectrum of what people consider success and failure. And... Everyone's just thinking about their own spectrum and not really caring about yours. But they might be impressed by yours. So don't like poo on it.
2: Yeah. Heather's impressed by Gina's workload. Somebody else would probably be very impressed by Heather's. Everybody exactly. has. I'm a- probably
0: very impressed by you, Heather. And there's a good reason it would take you weeks because you do a lot of other things I don't do or yeah. can't do.
2: Yeah. So hats off to everyone who's just trying. Mm-hmm. We believe in you. Making steps toward your goal, whether they're small or whether they take a lot of time, at least you're doing it.
0: Exactly. Just put one foot in front of the other, yeah?
2: Yes. All right. Kyle writes in with this. I think Kristen was spot on in telling Gina to focus on what she's providing people and to also share her hard numbers. Some sales gurus insist that it's all about the sale. Focus on the sale. Close the deal. (laughs) But no, it's really about giving people something that will improve their lives and then showing the numbers to back it up. That's such
0: a good thing to remember. It's not about, like, shoving stuff down people's throat or, like, not being able to stand behind what you're peddling, but to be like, I think this could enrich you. Like, these people agree. Here are numbers.
2: Yes. Always must be selling. Always must be selling. Always must be closing. No. ABC. No.
0: I no. like to think of it as always be cuddling. Yes!
2: Yes! <laughs> You can close another time. (laughs) Always be trying your best. That's fine. Just, you know, give people something that will help them. Don't focus so much on that other stuff. Exactly.
0: Here's something from Shonda who says, The part of the episode that really stood out to me was the sit-down that Gina had with the other small business owner. Hearing another successful small business owner admit that it was always scary and that it never stops being scary— I think that's really important for people to hear. Not enough people with small businesses say that out loud.
2: So true. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's kind of in the same vein as those always be closing people. Like, always be confident. I'm never scared. I'm always making my business work. I never stop hustling. And it's like, sometimes you're not hustling and sometimes you're sitting there being scared. Mm -hmm.
0: And like there's a benefit to vulnerability and, and letting people relate to you over like perceived shortcomings or difficulties and like There's community in the struggle.
2: Yeah. Also, I mean, having a wide range of feelings doesn't mean you're a failure. Exactly.
0: (laughs) You don't have to be blindly optimistic in order to succeed. You can be realistic. You can be vulnerable. You can say when things are hard. You can ask for help when things are hard.
2: You can do all of those things. And even the most optimistic people out there probably feel insecure about certain things, probably feel like they could do certain parts better. Mm-hmm. So don't, you know, just because on the outside they're acting like optimism all the time doesn't mean they don't have the same feelings. Yeah.
0: And personally, it makes me uneasy. And I'm I'm much more apt to trust someone who can say when things are difficult as opposed to pretending they never are.
2: <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> all right. Jennifer writes in with this. I just want to tip my hat to Mike. He was so supportive of Gina in that episode. And even though I don't have a Mike in my life, I have other people cheering for me. I think we all do. And reminding ourselves of that can help us feel less alone in the struggle. Oh, so good. That's so good. Yeah. I don't think anybody is totally alone. You know, even Mm if it feels sometimes as if we're alone, I highly doubt that most of us are. It's true.
0: The more we open up, the more you realize someone's in the exact same boat as you,
2: that's standing next to you and you had no idea i that happens to me all the time still yeah and one thing that to go back to the small business owner that gina talked with Cambry Mm Cruz, um even somebody who doesn't know who you are now might be so excited to cheer for you if you just reach out to them
0: totally yeah yeah like i love helping people who are about to go through the stuff i've gone through and maybe i can if not make it easier
2: for them at least help them know what to expect yeah you know humans we love to cheer and we love to help We really do.
0: We're just monkeys that want to pick bugs off each other (laughs) and then clap hands. Let's take a break and think about that for a minute. (laughs) And when we come back, we are going to share our We Love You recommendations for the week, and we're going to give you a little sneak peek preview of next week's episode.
2: We are back, and now it's time for our We Love You recommendations for the week. These are things that filled our hearts with joy this past week. Do you want to start, Jolenta? Yeah.
0: Kristen, this recommendation might freak you out a little bit, but I promise if you listen to my backwards logic, I'll tell you how I got there. Okay. I'm going to recommend what has filled me with joy this week is a horror series on Hulu called Light as a Feather. It's about a group of young people who play an innocent game of light as a feather, stiff as a board. Surprise, the game is cursed. Oh. And what I really enjoy about it is it's a lot about asking for help and feeling like you're going it alone. And then, like, maybe finding some community. Mm. Just in a really campy high school horror setting.
2: Mm. So all the Gina's out there should check this out. Mm-hmm. Maybe need to ask for some help. Yeah. And anybody else out there who just likes some campy horror. Mm-hmm. Light as a feather. Hard recommend. I, I just want the whole title to be light as a feather, stiff as a board, but it's no. not. No. Because you're like light
0: as a feather and what? Cursed? Stiff as a board? Happy? Sad? I don't know. Going we to We don't know. <laughs> All right. How about you? What is your we love you recommendation for the week?
2: Well, as it so happens, I'm also recommending something from Hulu. A mm-hmm. series called Another
0: Horror Series? Or? No,
2: no, no. Totally different series. Mm. It's called Four Weddings and a Funeral. It's inspired by the, the movie, movie from the 90s. Yeah. Um, but it's a much more multicultural, diverse, uh, cast from both the states and from the uk uh touching on you know politics uh a, a cast that includes very diverse class backgrounds as well mm. as race backgrounds immigrant backgrounds lgbtq backgrounds so there's a wide range of identities in it and it's just so fun to watch it's addictive i have to say i watched 8 episodes in two sittings but the reason i'm recommending the show is because one of the characters is a novelist who teaches by day. Another is an actor who works as a banker by day. Another is trying to run her own business after her parents cut off her purse strings because Mm. they're, you know, she's Mm -hmm. essentially living on her parents'
0: dime. It's very Real Housewives of Dallas.
2: (laughs) So this series is great for anyone who's dreaming of a side hustle or working a job that isn't quite their dream. But also it's just like I said, very addictive and delicious. It's about love and death and friendship and following our dreams. And you know, it's all of these wonderful, delicious things. So even if you're not someone who's struggling with the idea of, I hate my day job and I really have a bigger dream I want to follow, if that's you, you'll love this. But I think you'll also just love it if you like to see stories of complex characters who are sometimes self-sabotaging, who don't always fall in love with people that would be best for them and so on interesting yeah so that's four weddings and a funeral on Hulu
0: um and how many curses are in that one curses yeah how many curses like how many evil curses if
2: you are watching it the way I am I would say at least three per episode Three evil curses? Like people get a hex on
0: them? Oh, people curse themselves all the time in this. Oh, people interesting. self-sabotage sometimes. Interesting. We
2: all self-sabotage Interesting, the times. demons
0: coming from within, not the game.
1: <laughs>
2: I see. I Calling see how this from show inside. works. Yes, from inside the house. <laughs>
0: all right. So those are our We Love You recommendations for the week. And now, Kristen, um,
2: is it time? Yes, it's time when we give everyone out there a brief teaser of
3: next week's episode. Hit it, Lindsay. I uh, grew up here in Napa Valley, California. I have a, from a big Lebanese family with lots of cousins and we're all very close and I never really had to make friends. And so now as an adult, I find that hard because I've never had to do it before. That's Rihanna.
2: Uh, Do we get to go to Napa for this one? Do we get to be her friends? What even is
0: a friend anyway? I don't even know what that means. I guess we'll figure it all out next week.
2: And that's it for this episode of We Love You and So Can You. Our producer, writer, booker, superstar is Lindsay Cradwell. Casey Hallford makes this episode and he also composed our amazing theme song. Including that cheering. Our editor is John Delore. Daisy Rosario is our executive producer. And Chris Bannon is chief content officer. Thanks also to Nora Ritchie. And
0: don't forget to stay in touch. Do you have a predicament you need help with? Do you have thoughts on a recent episode? Our email address is weloveupod at gmail.com. And you can hit us up at Twitter at Jalenta G, at Kristen Meinser, or at we
2: love you pod. Also, leave us a phone message. We love hearing your beautiful voices. Our phone number is 601-LOVE-171. That's 601-568-3171.
0: And don't forget to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever you listen to your favorite shows because it helps people find us. We're a brand new baby show.
2: You know, we need help spreading the word. Until next time, I'm Krista Meinzer. And I'm Jolenta Greenberg. Thank you so much for listening. We love ya. And so can you. Bye-bye.
1: that really you and brad love the like obvious jokes
0: yeah or it's like if we'll see a sign that says like like going out of business sale i'll be like i wonder like if their business is picking up lately and he'll like (laughs) yeah he'll crack up
1: stitcher walmart plus members save on meeting up with friends